What is up? Yeah, this week's episode uh, is brought to you by Ranger Nutrition. Uh, Ranger Nutrition was founded by a retired Army Ranger. I was by, tired of uh, bad sports nutrition products. Uh, most products, as you know, don't taste very good. Uh, sometimes they can give you some real crazy side effects, maybe make you a little sick. Uh, so he, along with a couple of his chemist buddies from Berkeley University, set out to create supplements that not only taste good, but are healthy for you. and don't give you all those crazy side effects. Uh, they've developed everything from uh, protein powder uh, that you don't need a, a shaker bottle or agitator to mix uh, to some weight loss supplements like Catalyst XT that works for about 95% of the people who take it. Uh, also, since all these products are all natural, uh, this gives you the option to combine products to get even better results. Uh, the most popular combo still to this day is the Swole Combo. Uh, this combo combines the Catalyst XT, the Nitro NO2, and the pre-workout drink Max Out. It will give you a pump that you will regret tomorrow. Uh, but you can head to uh, rangernutrition.com uh, to find out more about all these products. Once you decide to buy, go ahead and use that promo code SMUGCAST at checkout. Get yourself 15% off your order. Uh, but that's Ranger Nutrition, designed for fitness warriors. Also, my easy company. Uh, if you need a care package to send to, you know, soldier overseas that you got, or just uh, emergency services people here in the States, you can go to their website and do so, and you can fully customize your care package. Uh, it's a very, very easy website to use. Pick a topic, select what you want, put it in a the bag. They take care of the rest. It's very awesome. Uh, but go to their website, myeasycode.com. Use uh, promo code SMUGCAST at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off your order. Uh, and as always, Repo Records, they help us out with the audio every time we do something wrong, which seems to happen more often than not. But we appreciate the hell out of them. But that's Repo Records taking the music back. Uh, this week in studio, uh, we got Dead Man back. Uh, we're talking all kinds of nonsense, all kinds of crazy shit. We are all over the map. We cover a lot of topics. Um, shut up and hold on to your nipples. Hope you enjoy this one. Uh, with that, this is Smug Cash. Come on, get down, do it. I'm trying to run to the chopper and you. My GPS is always stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on. Alright, welcome to this week's episode of Smugcast. I am AP. Uh, with me, as always, the BJ. Welcome to the home of Podcast Beefs. We are uh, we are here for you. So uh, we're Podcast Beefs? Yes. Why do you say that? We're just going to start making beefs with other podcasts. Uh, that's, we can do that. I have no problem with that. We're going to start with Juice? Yeah, start with Juice and then... Uh, <laughs> I already have them and saved in the chamber in my phone whenever we needed. All right. Yeah, does, he, uh, does TC have a podcast? No. No, he uh, just has a fat fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same size as yours. We've proved this fact. Yeah. Uh, but we do have Dead Man in here with us today. AKA, That's me. A.K.A. Richie Valens. A.K.A. Richie Valens. I'm with it. Only a few died in a plane crash. I mean, I'm working on it. It's, it's hard to get me in, in planes because I can't afford the second seat. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, if I got in a plane and saw you sit next to me, I'd definitely be like, hey, there's a terrorist on here. Just so I had to sit next to your ass. 
They, they believe you. Like, I know. That's, the, that's the fucked up part. They'd be like, sir, you need to come with us. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. everybody will be playing me clapping if they beat your ass with billy clubs. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I'm screaming on the floor and blood, I'm from Texas. I'm from Texas. And they're like, what's the difference? You're the only guy that they, you volunteered to be fucking anally checked. It's, uh, twice now, yeah. You do that too? Yeah. I enjoy it. Dude, I hide, I hide all kinds of stuff up there just for they check. <laughs> I wait for they go in and I say, uh, can you use three fingers? hey could you imagine i was watching this one of those magicians on netflix which uh-huh. i love magicians pretty cool but could you imagine if he volunteered for it and like as they do it he all of a sudden pulls out like their driver's license like how'd you get that up there <laughs> starts pulling scarves out your ass <laughs> looking at the other tsa agents like he didn't put those up there <laughs> I, i've always been amazed at you at uh magicians oh i, I just enamored it, some of the shit that they pull off i'm like motherfucker like you have to have some fucking evil shit going on so i just watched this one on netflix i don't know his name not even bother looking it up mailing it in on, on looking stuff up anyways but what he did was he took people's tel- cell phone put it in tied it to the balloon sent it up in the air and then but they got pissed but he had it taped to his back oh yeah that's sleight of hand it's pretty easy to do i cannot do that I've, I've tried magic tricks, but the only people that I could fool is my four year, seven year, or five and seven year old. Well, like the fucked up thing is, I've I've had, I've had an obsession with Penn and Teller for years and years and years. I thought one of the coolest things ever, and I don't know I don't know if you guys remember this, but when they first started out, uh, Penn has his his uh, his finger painted like I usually do. I haven't done it yet, but he, he had his third his third finger on his left hand painted. And the rumor, because this was like before the internet, was that he did that. As, as a signal of his marriage to Satan, quote-unquote, so that he could pull the tricks that he did off. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no bullshit. This yeah. Is, that was a real fucking rumor. But So Penn & Teller came out uh, with Penn & Teller Fool Us, the, the show that you know they tried to go up there. Yeah, I've watched it a few times. I get, I get drunk. And that's all I watch at night. Like, like if I run out of like you know uh, like conferences and weird science shit to watch, yeah, I'll I'll fucking binge them. And like, what's really cool is I've actually, <laughs> you know, through the codes that they use in watching them for so many years, I, I pick up on the shit when they tell them, oh, you did a you did like a watering, or you did a, a hold, or you you poured it, or you did this, and I, I get I bust the tricks just as well as they do. And I'm kind of proud of that when my drunken state, you know, I want to text my friends at like three in the morning, like, like dude, that fucker didn't get, didn't get it on me. He didn't get it on Penn Tell you, he didn't get it on me. Fuck him. But like, they're the ones that, they're the ones that I can't fucking figure out, right? They're the ones where there's these dudes that are just so good. Yeah. And Penn and Teller are like, yeah, you did this and you did this. And I'm just like, all right, rewind it. Cause hold on. Fuck. What the fuck? I'm yeah. like, how the fuck did they do that, right? Like, the one of my favorite ones is Shin Lim on their show. The uh, he's an Asian cat, and he does like these. He does like just like it's like it's like watching fireworks, you know, at the end where they light them all off at the same time. Yeah. That's what that dude is like doing magic. He just does like so many tricks. He beats you into submission with him. Huh. And like, what's really cool is like Penn and Teller. They're like, yeah, we we saw that move, and we saw that move. What the fuck happened with this one and this one and this one? And I'm just like, I. I'm like, like if I'm sitting there with him all drunk, like, I don't know, guys. I don't, he fucking got me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I used to love, because uh, I, 
you would catch Penn and Teller on some shit every now and again. Yeah. But not, you know, it wasn't like now where you can just go to YouTube and fucking look shit up. But as a kid, man, shit fucking just amazed me. Right? Like, always yeah. wanted to try it. Always had to try it. Never worked. Never worked. I, my magic trick is, is is tricking women to do things that they say no to. <laughs> <laughs> Abracadabra, I cummed on you. <laughs> and they applaud you. What a neat trick. Didn't even use your hands. Not a lot of applause. There's usually a lot of regret. <laughs> I know. I know. I turned all these levels up a while ago, but I might have to turn them back down. Like I turned them up too much. A little loud. Oh yeah. So I uh, had a very eventful. This has been a very eventful week. I had had the, had the wedding this weekend that I had to go down for. I didn't have to, but I wanted to. Uh, a good buddy of mine got married. Um, and there's an open bar. It it fucking rained the entire time. From the time I woke up Saturday morning until I left, well, until I got home at uh, 12.30 uh, Saturday night, it fucking poured the entire time. There's a song about that. It, no, November rain. Moneyball. <laughs> Moneyball. <laughs> but no, so I, I, did, I decided to, uh, to leave last night. And I'm driving home. I'm tired. I'd been up, you know, fuck, since early. I didn't, you know, went to bed late Friday night. Couldn't sleep. Wasn't in my own bed. You know, sleeping in a weird bed at my parents' house. And waking up a couple times. Fucking woke up at like 6.30 Saturday morning. And just decided to start my day. And got up, started going. And like I said, decided to leave at like 11 o'clock last night or saturday night to drive an hour and a half home not the best decision i've ever made i don't think so now i mean i was tired you know and i was just out of it been you know going all day drunk horny and we yeah and um i'd sobered up and so decided to drive and if it wasn't i actually made it from my hometown to just outside bloomington and i thought man this is a bad idea this is a fucking horrible idea. And I get just outside Bloomington and they're redoing 69, right? But it's <laughs> and um I haven't been up through there in a while. And so they changed some shit. And so it's dark, it's pouring down rain. We're running I'm running 85 with fucking seem like a NASCAR race because there was that many fucking cars. Everybody trying to go home. And so, like I said, I get just outside Bloomington, and the, the lane starts switching. And if it wasn't for the car in front of me, like, I'd have probably ramped off an overpass. <laughs> and so, I switch lanes real quick, and apparently, there's been a bunch of other people do that, too. And I think somebody must have smoked one of those barrels Ooh. and knocked the barrel off and moved the base oh. out into the road. Because I get over in the lane, and the car in front of me passes no big deal and just at the last second i see something in the road and i hit it doing 85 miles an hour and the jeep ramps like the fucking wheels came off the ground nice and that will wake your ass up for the for the remaining hour of the trip and and the only thing you're thinking is you hope it wasn't a child well, I, you know, I, I knew it wasn't. It was some small. I still don't know what it was. I'm assuming it was that barrel. Yeah. It was that base because I saw a couple of those up through there, 
and just you know in that flash of a memory you know i'm <laughs> I'm assuming that's what it was uh well we're we're gonna watch the news see if there's any babies hitting the middle of the road <laughs> yeah no shit uh if there is we know who to call but i tell you man those people leaving iu games that stay and wait for all the traffic to leave i think and then decide to leave and go north yeah yeah those motherfuckers are crazy well i mean you know you've made a bad decision where you look around you and no matter what the traffic is you think you know it sucks yeah you know, that's that's the bad decision like when the traffic itself sucks like, oh yeah not, not the cars the cars can look fine whatever but when the traffic sucks that's when you're just like maybe i should have waited half an hour or gone half an hour before well see and that's the thing man because like i stopped i stopped to piss and got back out and it was this and it, you know I, I waited in line for the bathroom for 20 minutes in a gas station wow and when i got back out it was the same it was it was not i'm not kidding you, dude it was pouring down rain and then you're getting the spray off the cars in front of you yeah and so your windshield wipers are going 100 miles an hour and you're running 85 and cars around you are running like it's not raining it's like the water world version of uh mad max oh yeah for sure man it was crazy damn that yeah traffic i just hate traffic always sucks it just constantly because you learn that people can't drive and then they always look at you um i've noticed that people can't merge on the interstates properly no man people i hate it when people slow down it's like bitch you just gotta go you were taught to to, yeah unless the semi doesn't get over and then you're (laughs) yeah then you're fucked yeah i think uh the worst traffic i ever experienced is when i was working for with for fedex right and i had to go north an hour and a half which for some reason none of the fucking roads are salted none of them are defrosted none of them are plowed so I'm running around in this, you know. How you defrost the road, though? Is that new technology? <laughs> yes. <laughs> De-iced. De-iced. De-snowed. Salted, fucking, yeah. whatever, cummed upon, whatever term you want to use. But I'm driving a 13-ton box truck, you know, and these assholes are cutting me off and going around <laughs> me like I'm supposed to be driving a regular car. Yeah. And then what's really fun is when you're behind somebody, and you're trying to check your next stop, and all of a sudden the dickhead in front of you suddenly decides that the very next turn is his to make. So he stops dead. And you almost hit his ass with a 13 fucking ton FedEx truck, and he's flipping you off in the back window, and you're just like, bro, you're lucky you're in one piece right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. That's like people who cut over at the last minute in front of semis because yeah. there's a gap. Yeah. Like, bitch, there's a reason there's a gap there. Like that, that, that's, that is them being, and I know people always, you know, think that truck drivers are just irresponsible and, and all this other shit. And, you know, some of them are, but, some of them are, yeah. you know, they're leaving room for a reason because they're hauling 80,000 pounds and they need that room to stop. <laughs> yeah. Do not cut in front of them. I see that shit all the time. Public like, safety motherfuckers don't even cast. know. Yeah, they just—I mean, people are idiots, man. They don't know. They don't—they don't think about that shit. They're—they're they're so engulfed in their own little world that they don't—they don't think that oh, well, that gap might be so that guy can slow that fucking eighty thousand pounds down. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, it's—it's—it's it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Then you get into those small towns like the ones I deliver to, where everybody kind of knows everybody and everybody knows the way that which drives. Except I'm—I live over here, not over there. Yeah. So I'm used to at least a little bit of courteousness, just like this, this like the slightest bit. Yeah. You know, like if it was a cake, I'd get the four charity <laughs> portion. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's how small this fucking smidgen is, but it's there. Yeah. Out in those countrysides, man, it's, it's just, it's non-existent. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like they, they treat those middle turn lanes 
they treat those fucking things like passing lanes. <laughs> and that is a lot of fun. Let me tell you, that's a fucking f- ton of fun when you're in that giant goddamn truck trying to make a turn and all of a sudden there's this dickhead in an F-350 lifted 76 inches with 96-inch tires barreling down at you and you're going, it's snowing, dude. Yeah. One of us is not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> My shit's commercial. <laughs> yeah. It's paid for. Yeah. <laughs> the insurance don't come out of my pocket. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, so but it, but we did have this was a crazy fucking week, man. We, you know, we lost lost another person. We lost two. We lost an icon in Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Lost Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is gone. Lost Mac Miller. That's right. Um and that shit that shit's getting weirder by the minute. They, you know, the last the, the the last thing that I that I watched this morning said that when the cops like searched the place, the entire place had been swept clean of all drugs except for a small amount of white powder. They said that wasn't enough to OD on. Well, no shit. The rest of it was inside them. Yeah. Well, that they said. Well, <laughs> from, way, from the way they were talking, that they they think that there was there's possibly something else. I mean, they don't know. They won't know shit till the you know uh, toxicology, toxicology report, report yeah. comes back. I mean, but, it, it, it's the same idea with like alcohol poisoning, like drinking yourself to death. You're not exactly going to leave a large amount of alcohol yeah. around you. Well, it, it was it was the fact that just from his known you know drug use that there was like no there was nothing. Nothing that would say anybody does drugs in that house. Well, what, who who was it that recently OD'd Lana Del Rey? No. Uh, Talking about Demi Lovato? Yeah, Demi Lovato. One, one of the, that, yeah, she yeah. was like, nobody fucking knew. Nobody no. knew. Well, no. the problem is, is is the fentanyl. Is they're, what they're doing is they're lacing a lot of stuff with fentanyl. And, and then, so let's say you get, you know, let's say you get two Oxy 30s, Roxy 30s, right? Yeah. And they're fake, but they're really Roxy 30s with fentanyl. Yeah. So you think, well, I usually take 30, 30 of these, or three of these, and you take three of those with fentanyl, and you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well I'm, talking, I'm talking about the aspect of addiction. Yeah. Like, nobody saw her. You know, nobody would have nobody, ever predicted yeah. that. Hey, you know who's going to overdose this week? Fucking Debbie Lovato. Yeah. Fucking some weird emo singer yeah what you're out of your fucking mind yeah i'll take that bet i'll 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 lay a grand on that oh yeah no yeah (laughs) i mean i mean it's 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 you know a lot of people can function you know can be functioning addicts (laughs) (laughs) Uh, crazy company not included (laughs) (laughs) and uh i mean it doesn't it doesn't take much for somebody to be a functioning addict no you know i mean it's it's you Somebody who who has to have motivation because they know they have to keep, you know, a certain level of, you know, persona, I guess, you know, can develop to be a functioning addict. It's not hard. Well, I mean, like my favorite, my favorite, God, that's such a horrible fucking thing to say. (laughs) The worst case I've ever seen about a functioning addict was a singer from Sublime. Yeah. He well, he did everything right. He was such a good person. He cared about his daughter, cared about his wife, did everything. But the the CEO of Skunk Records kept pumping a full of heroin, yeah, so he could keep doing shows. And uh, yeah, like we 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 lost him so quickly because honestly, he was so full of drugs. The EMT showed up and went like, "Well, he's a culture sample." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it, it's and everybody's putting all this blame on uh, Ariana Grande. Because what? well, because he, I guess, I guess he had a hard time with their split. Which I, under, I can understand it, you know. But when you're when you're like 
when you're fucked up, when you're like addicted to shit, like it magnifies bad shit. It does. You know, I know people say, you know, that oh, well, I'm <sighs> use it, I use it to, you know, to cover up the pain and blah, blah, blah. like it makes your pain worse. Like it absolutely does. But everybody's putting this blame on her. Like this is her fault. You know, that she got tired of dealing with a fucking addict for two years and decided to dump his ass. You know what I mean? Uh, you can't, you can't, you can't put that. I understand like, you know, it's the whole, well, you know, she should have tried harder or she, sh-, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with an addict, like there's no trying harder. No, there's no love. There's no cap to like, it. You got, you can't, you can't help somebody who doesn't want help. I mean, well, well who did they blame for Heath Ledger's death? Uh, one of the twins. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, the Olsons. What are the Olsen twins? They blame for Heath Ledger's death. But the Heath Ledger, what happened with him was he mixed the wrong ones at the wrong time. And he, well, because he was getting, he got prescriptions from two different doctors that the yeah. shit doesn't mix. Yeah, he got something to help sleep and something to keep for keep him going. Yeah, well, we know that. Mm-hmm. But you know, when 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 it hit the press, all the, all these people in the press were trying to blame the Olsen twin, saying that oh, she's the one who hooked him up. She's the one who kept enabling him, and it and. All of us were standing around going, maybe, just just maybe, it could have been the medications he was taking and not yeah. the persons he was involved with. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he, but he, he battled a lot of shit, though. Yeah. Especially you know, those, going into that role. Those people, yeah. I mean, those actors like that that do those, you know, where they get into that mindset, method. you know, yeah, that method act like that, man, it seems like it really fucks with those people. Uh, I mean, some of them deal with it better than others. I mean, we, we know, like, uh, what's his name? Christian Bell does a really good job at it. Christian Bell. Uh, God damn it. He's, he's playing Venom. Johnny Depp? No, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. He's yeah. a hardcore method actor. Yeah. But he always comes out of it okay. You know what I mean? Like, like he even, like, I think a, a, little, a few weeks ago, or maybe a month or two ago, can't remember, time's relative. Uh, he put a video out on Instagram of him with a jock strap over his mouth, <laughs> playing with his dogs with the with the voice of Bane. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, you know, he came out fine on the other side of it, even though he went into Bane with this really serious and dark mindset. Yeah. You know, we see him like a little while ago, you know, with a jock strap on his mouth. So like, yeah, some of these cats come out of it fine. Some of them don't. I mean, like Heath didn't come out of it fine. But of course, I I don't think I don't think anybody could come out of it the way he did it you know locked himself in a hotel room for four months you know isolated himself wrote down things the joker would find funny wrote down horrible articles about people being killed and murdered and all this other crazy shit that he would he wouldn't sleep he would do his own makeup you know he would hardly interact with anybody like that's hard to come out of oh yeah but you know and i guess I guess when, when we see actors like Tom Hardy come out of it good on the other side, we, we, we just assume everybody does. So I think more so over, we, shouldn't, we should blame the drugs, but we should also blame his, his support system. And you know, like, like somebody should have checked on that guy and been like, are you, are you fucking okay? You just spent like six months in the Joker's head. <laughs> yeah. You, you need yeah. to come talk to us. Let's sit down at Denny's. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, Get yeah. you some fucking sunshine and orange juice. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, shit. Daniel Day-Lewis is another one, too. Yeah, he's a hardcore one. I love Bill. Bill the Butcher. Bill's my favorite part of the whole movie. When when he's and then that's and when he's sitting there eating a the steak and he's just it's just like he fixed food for everybody else and he's eating by himself and that's great and they're talking to him. Then he taps his fake eye. You, Mister Fucking Tammy the Hole, you come down here again and I will fucking cut you up myself. You hear me? I fucking loved it. Ah, <laughs> oh, wicked, dude. Gangs in New York. Martin Scorsese. Great movie. 
And then I think that's when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, st- and then he he's done a great job too. Also in the Reverend, and then some of the other ones too, like Wolf of Wall Street. But the good thing is, is he he was with Martin Scorsese, who's obviously um, one of two of my favorite directors ever. Right. Mel Brooks is my other one. So it's wide spectrum. It's Mel Brooks and Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not much better. My 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 all time favorite director is Michael Mann. I uh, the collaterals with Jamie Fox and um, Tom Cruise. I always wanted to make films, and I still do want to make films. But that movie, just the way he directed it, just the way the characters in like everything was just perfect. And that's the movie that made me want to be a director, because every time he makes a movie, Michael Mann, he takes, he strips away the Hollywood of it all. Like when he did uh, Miami Vice, I think it was, the, the, with uh, Jamie Foxx also and, and Colin Farrell. That was awful. It was <laughs> awful. But you can't tell me that the reason it was awful is because it was missing all the camp. There was no camp to it. These guys were a little bit grittier. They behaved nothing like the original canon characters did. And they carried, like, the whole scene with a grenade. That was pretty fucking intense. It was just a bad remake. It was a bad remake, bad story. Just. I, I, I'll, I'll I'll say that yeah, they took way too many liberties. I would rather watch you take a shit than watch that. <laughs> I hate remakes. I hate remakes. <laughs> I don't I don't know. The best still though, the best of all time, is Michael Bay. That's right. <laughs> Actually, this weekend, make sure you join us at the Church of Michael Bay. <laughs> Could you imagine if Michael Bay had a church, like fireworks go off as you're going in? Uh-huh. And, and then all you had to do was sit there and and uh, talk, have him talk about how you know. It, every every service would end with massive explosions. That's right. Strippers would come out, you know, every five minutes. Make sure you're keeping your attention strippers with with beers would come along the service instead of a service plate you know what i mean they just pass out beer during the during the entire time did we did we just start a church maybe damn it pass around coke the whole time whoo beer and then after that lines of coke tell you what we, we we'd have room for new members because they'd be dying off quickly yeah I, th- I, th- I think the three founders here would go first yeah. we'd od to that miley cyrus song no, I started. Oh, a, that's what. Yeah, that's definitely what we're coming in and going out to. I started. Reco- I actually started a recovery addiction service. I just I put a note out. This is please bring me all your drugs, and I'll be more than happy to help you. <laughs> that's PO box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's it's just it, I, I'm so I'm so sick of you know, and you know, of course, we don't know what it is, but man, I mean, the the majority of this shit is fucking starting with these pharmaceuticals. Yeah. You know, well, here's the interesting part, not to cut you off. I just read this and it pissed me off. So the one of the dudes that helped develop opioids, mm. it now just developed something to help you get off opioids. Think about that for a moment. What the Which fuck? one? Um, I just, I, I didn't, I was reading it and I, I couldn't even read it because I got so angry about it. But I mean, we, you know, we have shit to help people get off opioids. Yeah. But it's fucking illegal in Indiana. Well, on methadone ain't. Well, well no, kratom, but, a natural way. Yep. I mean, it, it kratom it is, and marijuana actually. Yeah. I was, I was gonna say that shit's gonna get pushed through the FDA. Meanwhile, fucking marijuana is still fighting its fight. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, something that can't kill you, and it, it's fucking illegal. Well, it, it can kill you. It's just that you are. It's it's impossible to try. It's impossible to get there. Yeah, it's physically it is physically impossible to overdose on weed. Uh, I, I've I, I tried. Know, I was gonna say I, I know some people who are gonna I've try. Tried. I've tried. It's fucking impossible, man. <laughs> Nobody can smoke that much weed in fifteen minutes. Oh no! 
no no and and i think it's funny you know i I was joking before the show how rappers when we were growing up because we're all over 30 yeah and when we were growing up rappers were shooting each other and that's how we were afraid we were going to lose the talent now they're they're taking themselves out yeah now now we're fucking od and there there was even a a statement that mac miller put out that was saying like dying of an overdose is not a glorious way to go like nobody remembers you know the guy who OD'd, you know, he, you know, they remember the people who died naturally or somebody, some crazy shit happening. Nah, I, I, I completely disagree with that. We know who Jimi Hendrix is, Mama Cass. Yeah, but he, they're all, they were all Mama so, Cass. No, no, no. How did Mama Cass die? Oh, uh, well, she OD'd, threw up, and expiated on half of, half a fucking ham sandwich. But didn't, isn't that okay. how Hendrix died? Didn't he puke? Yeah, well, these are all deaths by asphyxiation Same via the, the lead singer, lead singer of ACDC. That's how he died, too. Uh, uh, John Bonham, no, oh, that, that's a drummer no, from Led Zeppelin. Bon Scott, yeah, Bon Scott, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Bon Scott. Didn't um, uh, fucking what's uh, well, I Morrison? Up. Jim Morrison also died like that. Yeah, well, he he died under suspect terms though. Everything around Jim Morrison was suspect terms. But if it wasn't for the Doors movie and him dying young, he wouldn't have been as big. Uh, what, is it, what do they call it? The 27 Club? Yeah. Or the 28 20, Club? Forever, forever people, get so, people get so pissed at me when I say this. Because like, someone said the other day about, you know, where, what would happen if Tupac and Biggie were here right now, right? Big, they'd be in the same place Jay-Z was as one of the all-time greatest, but, like, you eventually fade away. Do you not? Uh, I, I think if Tupac and Biggie were alive today, I think Tupac would have already made the complete transition to movies, uh, a la Spike Lee. Yeah, and but I think wasn't he in some movies? He, he was in, in a lot of movies. He was in Poetic Justice. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, but he was also in um, he was also in um, Jason's lyrics. Wasn't he in Malcolm X? No, he was in Malcolm X, and then he was in an awful guilty pleasure movie of this guy Above the Rim. Oh yeah, with Dwayne Martin. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember um, that shit. and then he was also in um, a movie with the other Belushi, where they were dirty cops. Can't think of the name of that. Yeah, I remember which one that one. I can't remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. He also was writing a, a remake or the next chapter for Mad Max. I don't know if you knew that. He was also in a movie that I grew up. It was Omar Epps, and it was him, and it was Juice. One of my favorite Juice, movies. Juice. Yeah. Love Juice. Not the podcast. Oh no, the, the, that that movie had talent on it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I no, that's that's what I think. I think uh, I think Tupac. Yeah, but, but because think about it, he died died at the the height of his popularity. Think, um, think about think about Eminem right now, right? Yeah, Eminem was one of the biggest. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about. And people always get mad at me a little bit when I say this, but the top one right there. Yeah. Um, but they're like he he spoke for a generation. But what happened if Tupac started putting out shitty albums and the people didn't buy them? Uh, well, that's also that's also part of the criticism of Tupac is that nobody will say that there was ever a bad Tupac album. And I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm what I'm saying is, let's say he put out three albums that were not were subpar, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, someone's like, uh, "This is not really good." Oh, uh, and and like I said, I, I think because he was so involved with acting in the movies i think he would be a movie producer director actor right now and i think biggie would have already transitioned into being a a studio maker you know what i mean he would have been the next he would have been what dr dre is now yeah i i just actor i just what bothers me is is yeah gang related was the last one 
Machiavelli, Gridlocked. Hmm. Bullet, that's another one. Yeah, there's above the rim. Above the rim. Yeah, I think he would have. I would. I think he would have already been in an acting. Like here's, if he was so here's a little. Sign. Why are they? Why are they having? Why does he get these credits for these video shorts? Uh, because I mean, is they're it that just his? No, they're they're features uh, for uh, like featurettes and stuff like that. I remember him on Different World because in that one, that's the one that had Jada Pickett and Smith on it. Yeah, uh, Poetic Justice. Jen and Jackson actually made him take a uh, AIDS test before she would allow him to uh, make kiss him or whatever. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that was in uh, 1993. And then you have um, Juice as Bishop. Love the movie. It's a great movie. Most of my favorite movies were a lot of them are, are, are with a lot of lead actors or black movies or black actors. And, and then just because, I, I don't know, I really yeah. enjoyed it. And he has two directing credits, mm-hmm. like, two com- like 14 composer. I think he would have been He punched in the John Singleton in the face. That is true. Yeah. So I mean, he still had this. I, I'm a huge fan of Tupac. Like I said, is he like I was enamored with him, and I was like, you know, he said what he wanted to say, and he brought up a lot of facts. when he got charged with rape, there was four other dudes in there, and he's the only one that got hit with a rape charge. And a girl willingly came to the hotel and willingly left, but and it just goes against the you know that's one thing that always bothered me. I, I think, I like and that's it. the reason him and Biggie had a falling out. Also, is because. Biggie was hanging out with those guys that, you know, led to, to Tupac going to jail. Yeah. Because they were in the rooms with him, to it, and he's the only one that got charged with rape. See, I don't remember any of that. I'm just... You I, remember what year that was? The rape thing? Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was the mid-90s. Yeah, I think it was like 95. <clears throat> yeah. I think he got shot five times. Oh, dude, he has one of the all-time best diss songs, I Don't Care, ever. Dude, he was born in New York? Yeah. I thought he was a straight California no, guy. No, born in nope. New York. Wow. If you listen to Hit Him Up when he takes a shot of Biggie, I swear to you, it's the best diss song ever. I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Take money. <laughs> First of all. Do I, do I get to weigh in on the whole Machine Gun Kelly Eminem thing? No, we're not. Allowed, we're white. We're not allowed to talk about it. I'm not. Well, you, we could, I mean, we could talk like Los Lobos if you want. Why? You, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Is it Hit Him Up? Yes, yeah. this song is by far one of my favorite fucking diss songs. Well, here's another one. Biggie's, oh, who shot you? Two, oh, it's Biggie's comeback, I'm guessing. The top one's the video, yeah. actually. It's fucking. That's I, a, oh, my God, that's a five and a half minute when I, song. When I, when I worked out, I used to listen to this because yeah. it getting me jacked up. Let's see. Oh, God. Oh, stop. Uh, I hate it when they do. Do you notice all these old movies, how they're not in the 16.9? Uh, video format. Yeah, because it didn't exist. Yeah. See how it all goes square? That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. But I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, <laughs> niggas, the mark ass bitches you see the you see the fold in the background in the top when they go on the white screen watch oh yeah
That's what I'm saying. Gotta miss Tupac. I tell you what, though, and and Eminem did this, uh, did a diss with this beat too. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, like I said, was well, this song? I think it's one of the best diss songs ever. I really do. I mean, uh, like I, when I was when I was listening to the yeah, I, I heard this song. I do like his his diss that uh, MGK's did. What the, like my 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 first and it only okay. thought. My first and only thought watching this whole fucking video, right? I mean, I'm listening to him and he's like, "Oh, I'm the rap devil, whatever." I'm like, the only thought I had was, "Who the fuck is Machine Gun Kelly?" Well, here, do you know where this all came from, right? No. All right, so I don't know who the fuck this guy is. So Machine Gun Kelly a long time ago said something about eminem's daughter six years ago and here's yeah but you know she, she's she was only like 15 at the time when he oh, said no something shit. about her being hot oh and if i if he ap has fucking daughters and if i if i was a 25 year old or whatever old he was at the time said something about my 15 year old daughter i'd be fucking hot oh yeah well, if she's, he's lucky he's alive in that case if, he, if she's over a certain age i get it i get it a lot Oh, and then Dude, this shit's not going to end. Eminem teases him. He keeps teasing him like he was playing Pac Man because he has Pac- Michigan Kelly has Pac Man tattoos on his chest. Uh, who, I mean, like, if I, I stand by the statement. Who the fuck is Machine Gun Kelly? Well, Machine and Gun why Ke- should I give a rapper out of Cleveland? Machine Gun Kelly's upset because after this happened, he basically said Rosenberg put him on the shelf. He also said, "Who's now head of Def Jam?" Who's in, if you know if you listen to the Paul skits on Eminem yeah, yeah. albums, that's who he's talking about. Also, why he couldn't go on, you know, Sway in the Morning, which is sh- on Shade Forty Five. And all this stuff. So, but this is not even the best one. You should listen to Joe Budden's podcast. And if you guys don't know who Joe Budden is, um, I spent a lot of time um, with uh, my boy uh, Bay, who's from who's from New York or whatever. And you know, and I'm blessed that I met him or whatever because it, he's from New York, so he got to experience a lot of stuff. So when I get to talk hip hop with him, it's awesome. Is because I get respect from him. But Joe Budden was a guy who was in Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse was signed to Shady Records, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it had Royce the 5'9", it had Cricket Eye, um, Joe Ortiz, and Joe Budden, right? So Joe Budden talks about Joe Budden was actually a, a lyricist or whatever, and then he said that Eminem had put it. He, that's why he took a shot at Joe Budden, because Eminem said, hey, because Joe Budden said that his last album, The Revival, was just trash. It, so, was, so, it was, so but the, it was. No, 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 no. That's fine. But he was signed to Shady, right? Right. And then they felt like he, you know, like why'd you go after M? He had you signed. But then Joe explains what happened. He felt like this is what happened during the process, and um, and he said Eminem hasn't said anything relevant in ten years. I get that to a certain point, but if you listen to um, Recovery, if you've ever had problems with addictions, if you ever had certain songs like that, yeah, you can relate to those songs very much. So, yeah. So. I think I think the problem was revival. Um, he tried to be too poppy. I think it, it um, fucking Sheeran. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, fucking Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I was uh, well, the Ed Sheeran that song. I get. I understand why he did that. But uh, I didn't like how he sounded. Uh, the whole the whole he changed up his rhyme scheme. He changed up from you know straight hardcore hip hop beats to this trap and mumble rap bullshit. And it, it just fell flat. And, like, I've been writing a review of it. I've been trying to do a YouTube video of it. I just haven't sat down to do it. And I guess I, I'll debut it here is the idea that he was trying to stay relevant when it's the complete fucking opposite for Eminem. I'm like, I'm like Eminem is the gold standard. That's where everybody aspires to be, aspires to be as good as Eminem. For him to, to try to stay relevant with what's going on now is a misstep. 
in categorically just I mean, a I, misstep. I, I mean I, th- I, th- I think i think saying saying that everybody strives to be him I don't, I don't think i don't think that's necessarily a good statement i think that i think they strive to maybe get to that to the level you know of of i mean correct me if i'm wrong but you know that level you know that money that that you know f- that fame you know what i mean i, mean, then, I think people strive for that but i mean to be I mean, every, I feel like everybody has their. I mean, everybody has their own shit. You know, we could all sit here and write a rhyme about that fucking mic over there, and it's they're all going to be different. Well, they basically right. said he, he's like he, he's a phenomenal lyricist, but he's a rapidy 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 rap. He makes words rap that don't, but he hadn't been having any substance in it, right? Yeah. Okay, but how many times can we hear him talk about like his wife, his kids, his mom? Because he did closure on this one album when he, it was with. Um, Marshall LP2. I think, no, uh, he, he has this guy on the song that's one of my favorite songs on the album, but he talks about if the plane goes down. Yeah, Marshall Mallard's LP2, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, headlights. Headlights, yeah, with Nate Nate Russ. Yes, with Nate Russ. So he kind of just, it's all over. If you watch the video, they kind of just explain. There's, I mean, what else is he, and he tried to talk about Trump or whatever, and then they're like, you know, and there's, that's the hard problem with him is no matter if you get to that stage of your career, and this goes back to the Tupac and Biggie debate, right? Right. Look what he's going through right now. Uh, well, I, like I said, the, the idea of M being relevant is, I think, the issue itself. I mean, we're right now, we're, we're so saturated with mumble rap and trap rap that when somebody like Eminem comes back into the game, he's he has, he's back where he started. He's the outsider now again. Yeah. Where for so long, he was the gold standard. And that's where I make that statement yeah. from. He was the gold standard. People tried to sound like him. They constantly tried to sound he, Fuck, even ICP, uh, the Insane Clown Posse, who hates his fucking guts. Actually, they don't. Well, they don't now. Yeah, but they, when when he was at his peak, they, they fucking hated him. And they changed their rhyme scheme, their beat scheme, and they changed their entire fucking approach to music to match his and tried to get on his level. Well, I think the biggest thing is when Proof, Proof got murdered. Yeah, I think that was a severe downhill t- turn Proof, for him. Proof was one that was always in his videos, and that's what he calls doo-doo. Duty. And that, duty, and that's what changed everything, so... But I mean, he's the one to put him on, right? No, no, he's the one. He's the one that he. They were sitting on a step somewhere, and he handed him a flyer about going to an open a, mic, a open mic or whatever. Because yeah. also, M came from battle rap. That's how he found him. Because yeah. he finished second or something in the rap Olympics, and mm-hmm. he talks about get, giving a tape to some dude, and then that's how it gets back to Jimmy yeah. and stuff like that. But I digress. But what I'm saying is, I get what they're. I get what. I get what they're saying is just basically he's a lot like how um i guess i am at times and i've gotten a little bit better at it but we become recluse right we we would do the podcast and we would focus on our podcast but we wouldn't notice anything else that's going on around us right. and then we started opening up right so we started going to other places and that's where we're able to be um you know like someone like you and then you know like going to anderson mike knight or going to this thing or that thing like we instead of just staying in our bubble we see what's going on around us and it pushed us to get you know better yeah him he just stays locked in the studio and then why he doesn't look on the internet that's the biggest thing is he never looks on the internet because they said he never knew who like he had kendrick lamar on his and obviously he had jewel the other guy on there and um but it's just it's just weird because his album now is basically outsold everybody's. 
Yeah, Comic-Con. And, and actually, it's miles above what Revival was. And I think uh, one of my biggest issues was with Revival was his lack, cause his complete lack of imagery. You know, like, everything was so plain with him on that album, where usually he, even in the opening track of Kamikaze, he talks about putting his nuts in a vice, hanging them on a metal pole, snapping them, flicking them, whatever. There's this, just this gigantic metaphor of, I'd rather put my dick in a vice and slam a metal pole against it than listen to your music. Yeah. The video Fall kind of goes through that, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, you know, I, I don't want to get back on Eminem too much when we did that last week, but... Um, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. My, That's my fault. No, you're fine. It's just... For me, for him, like, you know, you kind of talked about, how, you know, he kind of got into the, pol- you know, political shit. And I can't have, I can't, I don't want to listen to Eminem come out and bitch about all this shit that the president has, you know, said, did, blah, 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 whatever. Well, he always has. When, when, you know, and all those first albums, it was like, you know, you faggot, you, you know, fucking, I'm going to fuck him in his ass. I mean, it was all yeah. that shit, you know, and it's like, that motherfucker. Like, you're going to bitch about him because of some shit he said, you know, in the past, and then yet you said it too, you know what I mean? I mean, to me, that's that's being a hypocrite. Uh, no, I, th- I I don't see it that way. He he called he called Bush out. He's called uh, Cheney. He's called everybody out in politically. This is nothing new for Eminem. Like, nothing new. Like, if you're an Eminem no, fan. No, I mean, I understand that it might not be new, but I'm just saying. Like, what, him you, trying to attack Donald Trump for being a. You can't say, like, you can't sit here and be mad at him because he said this shit when you said the same thing. You know what I mean? That's that's where I come from at it. The idea that he speaks not only in hyperbole, but you are listening to a fictional character rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not Marshall Mathers. That's not Marshall Nathan Mathers. But that's, that's all we have, though. Ooh, that's a middle name drop. Did you hear it? Yeah, Marshall Nathan Mathers. Yeah, so like it's not Marshall Nathan Mathers. We're listening to Slim Shady. Yeah, where the same way you would say Blade, you know, uh, had a sexual relationship with his mother, not Wesley Snipes. Yeah, there's a difference there. There is a character played, but but you, when he talks still, as Marshall you're, Mathers, you still speak. You're still speak. That shit's still coming through your head, and you're pushing it out for people to listen to. Well, then you need to hold actors for all sorts of crazy shit that they've done on film, including rape, murder. No, 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 incest, no that's not, like, come on, that's man. not what I'm saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. You know, I get like, you know, when somebody goes in and shoots a movie and you're, you know, you're, you know, showing this situation that happened. Yeah. Yet, because it's like one time, but then when you repeatedly put it on album after album after album, well, it's like the whole drunk thing. Like people are always like, well, I was drunk. Well, when you get drunk, you're really fucking honest. Yeah. You know, you, the real you comes out, you know, and when, when you put it on album after album after album and it's the same thing, it's the same thing. It's like, you kind of start to go, um, maybe you do kind of think like this. Oh, well, again, uh, then- you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't say the same thing over and over and then go, Oh, nope. I don't actually believe that. But at the same time, you know, you're you're chastising somebody for being politically incorrect while trying to defend somebody who's vehemently politically incorrect. You're talking about two people battling out in the same arena, and one of them does it better, and one of them does it as what's supposed to be the figurehead of a nation that does nothing but good for the rest of the world. That's actually the dichotomy I'm seeing here. You know, like, Ooh. I, I okay. will... Look at her. I will sit here and say that, yes, Eminem has called people faggot. He called Tyler the Creator a faggot on Kamikaze. No, he did not call him that. He said, no wonder you called yourself that. 
They there's, a your, di- there's a difference. You're correct. You're correct. I That's like saying is, BJ, you called yourself a cocksucker. I didn't call you that. <laughs> I di- I, but, wait, okay. wait, wait. I digress. Go ahead. But either way, the, wor- the words are <laughs> still there. He still talks about self-mutilation, drugs, so on and so forth. Yeah. And he's a character. We we see Eminem. We know Eminem. We know that we're going to get some, some nuts shit out of it no matter what happens. The other, on the other hand... This is supposed to be our figurehead. This is supposed to represent the United States of America, and he I'm, he doesn't fucking represent me. Well, I'll tell I, you that guy. And that I, much. I agree, and I see what you're saying is and that way we move forward a little bit. But, Thank you. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is this is where we get into that gray area, right? Because it's like it's not okay for you to do this, but what if you do? And it's just like it just jumbles up muddy waters or whatever, um, you know. And it's because we try to. Um, we try to put like it's okay for me to do this because this is art but this is you you're a real person that's how you really are yeah and you're like okay but sometimes if people have known this people can't tell the difference between what's real and what's not because people choose to believe what they want to believe yeah oh um, all i'm saying all i'm saying is is that if he just said it once like i i would i would i wouldn't like i wouldn't care you know i wouldn't be like so i guess judgmental but it's the fact that he did, you know, he says this shit multiple times, you know. Well, the, the, the other camp has done the exact same thing. I understand this, but, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I, if it was me, you know, I would feel like a hypocrite if, like, I said all this shit and then all of a sudden I'm fucking calling you out on it. Well, again, See what I'm saying? again, BJ said it better. Art versus person. Donald, Trump, Donald Trump is that all person. Right. We're we're never gonna get this across. Hey, by the way, I just want. Hey, guess what okay, I did? I still guess, love you. Guess what? I, <laughs> guess what I did yesterday? Uh, what? I I went to this place. Um, it's 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 called Nike Outlet. Yeah. <laughs> I bought this brand new pair of Air Max old school black ones. Oh, Describe yeah. them to me. S- size twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it going. And then what I did was is I just wore them, and then when I was done wearing them that night, I just took them off. New concept beautiful and i didn't burn my house down beautiful. what yeah because there's an article i read where um two articles one is this guy liquidated all he owns oh yeah yeah he liquidated all his nike shoes in his sporting goods store one and guess what color he was a white guy imagine that oh no <laughs> um second thing is um some there's been a, apparently multiple people have burned down their house and actually burned their feet where they had to go to er i did hear about that one yeah and so here's where my problem is with this right it doesn't look good when everybody's upset about this as white people <laughs> yeah okay because yeah. if you're saying there's no racial issue then where's all the brothers at? And I work with, and I, I said this to somebody. I'm like, do you guys ever spend time with black people? Yeah, my brother. And then they're like, no. And then I just wanted to be like, well, you know, I know this one guy that knows this one guy who is black. Of course you do. Yeah. And I, I had this happen yesterday. And a shout out to Big Kev um, for doing me a favor. But, and I was just like, I was like, dude, what was taking so long to get back? He's like, um, I'm like, he goes, I'm in a hood. I'm black. I'm not going to speed. <laughs> and and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He's like, that's why I asked if you wanted to drive. I said, well, you could take my car. He's like, okay, driving the hood in your Lexus? No. Yeah. He's like, do you want me to get pulled over? <laughs> Telling you, not safe, no. And, and then not to mention that just happened in Dallas where this officer got off work, went to the wrong apartment, 
and then tried to put the key and didn't work and the person who owned it or renting the apartment opened the door and she shot him oh shit she oh. went to the wrong apartment this happened yeah, in yeah Dallas. i heard about that went to the wrong apartment and shot him and it was his apartment so like when she's putting the keys in the door the dude's like he opened it What's oh wrong? and she said bop bop shot him dead oh so oh, she he, he died he died oh fuck i didn't know oh, he wait, died well, hold, on, hold, on, hold on so the girl that the girl was trying to get into the apartment mm-hmm. and she was an off-duty cop uh-huh she went to the wrong oh. apartment she thought it was hers the dude opened it she shot no, him. she just got oh, off she just got, she just got off shift well i mean like the whole nike thing right i tweeted it and i've only had like one response to it but i've seen so far like thousands have seen it and i, and I tweeted out I'm not boycotting Nike because of the football man. I'm boycotting Nike because of child labor. Okay, yeah, but literally hundreds of manufacturers you buy from use child labor. Yeah. But none of those have the football men. Aren't we only aren't, you. so so aren't aren't we like only a few one of few countries that actually have child labor laws? Is that my correct? Or yeah, uh, that- a lot of, a lot of a lot of nations do. Uh, the ones that don't take full advantage of it. Yeah. Well, here's the other point about it is Nike Anza also owns Converse. Yeah. The I tweeted this out. I hate saying that. It sounds so gay. I tweeted this out. I tweeted this out the other day. What happened was everybody did it. Anyways. So is, I it, said, is it that what I just said? I think he's mocking me. <laughs> no, nah, if I mocked you, I wouldn't have said I'm not telling this. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anyways, they own Converse and they own obviously their Nike brand, the Jordan brand. They also own, these companies no longer around, right? Umbro and Starter. So I said, go deep in your closet, homies. Get your old starter jackets. They oh, got to go. Man, you the old starter jacket. And, no, it's just because it just it just bothers the shit out of me. And because if they don't think there's racial diversity in this country, you guys are fucking retarded. I mean, we, we've talked about this before, man. Yeah. It, and it, and it's, it's the same for the right. It's the same for the left. Yep. We, we're looking for something to be offended about. And the word of the day, kids, is jingoism. Jingoism? What's yeah. that? Go ahead and look it up on the old Google machine. Oh, Jesus. Now you're make, you making me it. fucking do work. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't come over here to work. This is ridiculous. J-I-N-G-O-I-S-M. There you go. Boom. Know how to spell it, bitch. Uh, oh, okay. Extreme patriotism, especially in the form of aggressive or warlike foreign policy got it or look at the first one down there uh what extreme patriotism this one yep just read that one right quick uh jingoism is a nationalism in the form of aggressive i just read that as such as a country's uh, advocacy for the use of threats or actual force as opposed to peaceful relations and efforts to safeguard safeguard what it perceives as its national interests yeah, it's kind of the same thing I read up there, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But uh, that's the word of the day, kids. Jingoism. Synonyms. Extreme patriotism, chauvinism, extreme nationalism, xenophobia, flag-waving. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I understand, like, okay, so here I have another problem. So, <laughs> I get. I mean, I get it. Like, people who are very hardcore about their country, but... um I get, see, how the fuck do I want to say this? Well, it's your show. Say it however you want. Yeah, well, I'm we'll trying. Pick, to, uh, we'll, we'll sit it straight later. Yeah. That's, be, uh, hold on. I'll, so, I'll be your Sarah Huckabee Sanders and correct what you said to what you really meant. So here, so here's my, here's my problem, I guess. Um, like, I, I don't see the problem in being like 
really for your country. And I don't see why someone who is really uh, about their country gets a label. Uh, because there's a difference between being for your country and being so for your country that you are completely and utterly asininely ignorant of anything else. Such so as the idea that I believe in free speech 100%. You know me. Yeah. Like you've seen my show on Twitch. You know that I'm 104. Well, yeah. And I will defend anybody's fucking ability and right to say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. That is being patriotic. I also own guns. I also fucking own a lot of guns. That is my Second Amendment, right? Yeah. So, and you and like you've seen them, you've seen them. There's no fucking doubt that I own guns. I'm, but I'm also for the idea that Roe versus Wade should fucking stand. And you know these idiots now that have been calling out these alt right guys that have been like uh, Roe versus Wade must be turned over. It's unconstitutional. If it meant so much, turn it into a law. Okay, well, dickhead. If you actually knew your fucking history, you'd know that for the last 40 fucking years, people have been trying to turn it into a law. It's dickheads like you that haven't allowed it to be. Like you, So the idea that, you know, I am, I'm a constitutionalist, I'm for my country, I'm a patriot, I will bleed on the flag to keep it red. But I'm not going to sit here and be so for my fucking country, and so this idea that what, what somebody defines is my country... I'm not going to be somebody like a, a hardcore Trumpite or a Trump pansy, as I call them now. You know, these people don't understand foreign policy. They don't understand fucking, they don't understand that illegal aliens can't get fucking public health care. They can't get assistance. They can't get Section 8 because you need a fucking Social Security card to get that. And then on top of all of that, these idiots think that they can just steal a Social Security card as if I don't have a fucking smart computer in my pocket that can tell me. What the, whether or not that fucking social security number is stolen. Like, somehow, these ignorant wetbacks are going to come over from foreign fucking countries and somehow outsmart the U.S. government. What the fuck is that? Like, like that's, that's idiocy. That's ignorance. I'm not that stupid. You know, like, this idea like that, that, that Trump is brought back up again. Millions of illegal voters. Okay, prove it. I'm a skeptic. You guys are skeptics. To a certain degree. <laughs> no, no, no. If somebody makes an outrageous fucking claim, we're all going to sit here in this yeah, room and say, "Yeah, Prove but I it. know, I know, I, I, you know, I know." Uh, I'm not going to give out his real name, but I know the dude over there in the east side can make me an identity in like an hour. With, yeah, that's great. And how long that identity lasts is the first time you run into a fucking actual you, government official. But you said the most asinine thing ever, right? You well, said fooling the federal government, dude. People fool the federal government. God knows how long. You know how many people died and they don't know they died and they still get their social security checks from the person who died? Yeah, but okay, that's an oversight on one department. I'm talking about the idea of voting. I'm talking about the idea of getting a job with a social security number via a tax ID. Like all this other crazy shit that actually involves higher tier fucking mechanics of the government other than buying beer. Like it's, it's you know, like, yeah, okay, these people die and they don't get updated updates and records. That's not the government's fault. That's the hospital's fault for not filing their fucking death certificates. No, no, I agree with what you're saying. But I'm just saying is it is, I'm just saying is there's been a lot of cases is... <laughs> the first fucking result. <laughs> it's also from, it's also from the Huffington Post though too. They're really they're really left wing. Let's find a good. Um, well, there's Snopes. I think well, I've they, read that. They, that doesn't actually well, no, no, say. No, 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 no. Think about this though, and this is the last we'll talk about it before we get too political here. If if I come here illegally with yeah. with me and uh um um uh, my my lady. 
and we have four kids born here. They're yeah. considered citizens, right? Yeah. If I get benefits from them, right, that's considered getting benefits, and me and her are not legal citizens. That's okay. a, that is a case of it, right? That's a loophole, but yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not talking about it's right or wrong. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm talking about how. I'm just saying our government's retarded. Okay, our government is filled with people who are more worried about being re-fucking elected and staying in office. And because I sent out on, um, I hate saying this phrase, Facebook too, that you saw about the salaries of them, right? Yeah. Think about that. Some are in the red, whatever, but that's what I'm saying is we're more worried about. And I saw a meme today that says, I think all of our elected officials should wear NASCAR jackets with who gives them money. I agree with that. I think it was Robin Williams who originally said that. Was it? I don't know. And I was just like, that's fucking brilliant. Be transparent. Like TC says, and this is one of the reasons I love the dude, because he made me think, don't, no, no, don't look at that. Follow the money. Yeah. Always follow the money because you can't believe what anybody says. Also is how many people are, are held hostage because they have something on them. Yeah. That's also true. So that's how I feel about that. I'll praise Allah. what the fuck oh god freedom of speech (laughs) i just think we want something to complain about i'm just i'm just i'm just watching all this information soak into ap and it's wonderful soak in what are you talking about because you're reading you're reading this and all the all the yeah i've read all this shit before yeah but you know this is still something people harp on well all i know is you can't trust someone who wears crocs and cargo shorts okay an american flag shirt True. You just can't, you can't do it. <laughs> I've learned that. You know what my favorite saying about Crocs is, right? It's like getting a blowjob from a guy. It feels good until you look down and realize you're gay. <laughs> First of all, I wish Nike. I wish Nike would have owned Crocs and Uggs and and be like, no, no, burn those two fuckers. Yeah, good. Um, speaking of that, I don't know. I don't have the full story, but I guess this guy fooled dudes into sticking their dick in a glory hole up to 30 dudes and he was a, he was a cop so they would stick their dick in and he just started sucking it and they would come to find out what? that it was put on the internet oh shit why, yep. why did i miss this story uh probably because they're still trying to find you so this so this cop was was like <laughs> he just wanted to suck some dick right yeah but he didn't want anybody to know yeah <laughs> this is 2018 man you suck all the dick you want right we are for you sucking all the <laughs> dick you want smart so, ass understands so i got permission to tell this story i'm not gonna say who it was all right it was me so basically there's a situation where um dude has a girlfriend the girlfriend's dad's been staying with him okay very in a very small apartment yeah so they all kind of stay in the same room it's a studio right mm-hmm. hasn't been going real well with 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 the girlfriend's dad. Yeah. Very disrespectful. Treating him like shit. Mm-hmm. Disrespecting him in his own home, right? Mm-hmm. So what he did was, and I asked permission for the story. Um, he woke up, decided. So they all can kind of hear each other in there, right? right? Yeah. So he decided to start having sex with his girlfriend. Oh, shit. In the ass. Oh. Doing it hard and loud enough so her dad would hear him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was just like, dude. Dude, you what now he's like yeah i was just fucking just mm. fucking getting in there deep i would now i would pushing like, that shit back in if he would have woke up it'd be like i would be like hey can you turn on that uh, espn and fix me a bowl of cereal and just sit it right here but he's like yeah she was biting her fucking cover and just i was just like dude that's angry that is man that's 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 some angry shit man. he's like i just uh, he's like i just woke up put a ronnie and i hope you fucking heard it skin so, her back so what <laughs> So what? So what has the dad done? 
uh, basically smoked in the apartment when you're not allowed to smoke in the apartment. Uh, made I sure his, avoid eye contact. Made sure his beer was in the fridge and um, made, they couldn't even put their soda in there. Um, just leaving messes everywhere um, and basically um, kind of being an all around piece of shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just been a horrible guest. Yep. And then I basically said, hey, just give us a call. We'll help escort him out of there. In that moment in time, though, this is the bad problem is I, this guy's a good dude is and he cares for the girl that he's with a lot yeah i know he does um but i was like dude it's never gonna eat either it's never gonna change no it's never gonna change so you're gonna have to live your whole life with this and then um i got a i got a barbed wire wrap baseball bat you can borrow. <laughs> yeah. dude i just told him to fuck him in the ass yeah man you but you got but it but that's you, my advice for a lot of things yeah though. i was gonna yeah. say that's kind of that's kind of like your go-to though just like yeah you gotta fuck ass. you gotta say something you gotta tell him though you gotta you're not the man to fuck up. That's your place, man. Yeah, I would just, I mean, because the main thing is the relationship's not going to work out. You nah. know, it's not. No, because especially not in that situation. No, because he's going to come to resent her for him. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and I think the problem is, is like the money runs through her. So I don't think he ever wants anybody to, I don't think the dad doesn't ever want her to like leave him. Oh. So oh. he, so a lot of this is probably tries a lot of his sabotage. And I just said that, you know, just, you know, don't tell her to make a choice, but just tell her, you know, because their air conditioning is out, so they're staying at his house. Oh, uh, I just and, pay for the goddamn air conditioning student, at this point. I don't know. I would, I don't know. Like, I've been, like, I've been blessed. I mean, Steph's dad's real awesome. Of course, they live a thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. And then, but I'm, I don't know. I, I've never had to, father-in-law's. I, I just never had to deal with any of those. But what I'm saying is, is like people come over my house a lot, right? And I've never had anybody disrespect me in my house, like no, you know, because I always tell them, hey, don't fuck with the animals. Don't. Yeah. F-. And I've had someone say something to Steph once, where they're like, hey, make me a sandwich, and then Steph fucking lit them up, and I'm like, I'm, I was, I was drunk. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, <laughs> no. When you were drunk, you were in there trying. We went to sleep. We're taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about the AP nailed Steph. I mean, at least she nailed someone sexy. I can't be that upset. That's true. Uh, God, I, I, I mean, I, now if, if she slept with Miguel, I'd shoot both of them. Not because I was mad, just because like there's no, there's no, there's no rule. There's no wall. You know, like, no, man. you know how like you always got to fuck up. You know, there's a law of the world of people who should have sex with each other. Yeah, and that would just throw everything in balance. It would, man. I mean, the world, the, the world would probably start spinning backwards. I'm for it. Yeah. See, it's one thing for a guy to fuck somebody who's not as hot as his wife because technically that's what you can get. Technically, you can slip some in your drink. But when a chick starts fucking under her number, like, that's a problem. Yeah, that, that's most of my sexual experience, man. Don't, don't <laughs> knock that, all right? <laughs> but think about it. I'm like, I'm like a solid six. I've gone up a few levels. Well, if you think about On it. a scale like, of 100? If yeah. You, if you think about it, that situation is the same. <laughs> you know, you know, like. Well, when, the main thing is, is in the, they always talk about it, and, and, you know, you just it's all about just make, if you can make someone laugh, that's, that's a lot of it. Exactly. You know? Or be laughed at. Exactly. I've, I've always been like, I don't care if you're laughing with me or laughing at me. At least you're laughing. And but you got an advantage. You're fucking pretty. Well, I mean, no. BJ, back me up on this. No, I no. Like I said, was but he. But here's the thing: is he has insight on me. A he knows I have a nice penis. Thank you for the compliments. You're welcome. I wish I was joking. Um, and <laughs> I can't still can't find the video. The second thing is, is like uh, I have a way with women. I always have. Yeah, I. 
and you know and i used to be sexy look at let me look at brian right there yes look at is, brian he is gorgeous look at those brown eyes that uh, says, i will hold you after sex. they they make me wet now look <laughs> now look at this face that says please don't even like i can <laughs> fart at any moment please be careful <laughs> but I, you know like I, and i've never like look at this face that says that the money's on the table it's yes <laughs> here's my debit card please love me <laughs> yes but i've never like really tried you know what i mean to hit on a chick like i've never like really i don't know i, I it's because you're pretty yeah fucker. but i don't see but i don't yeah I don't, but that's also disadvantages because like a very attractive man walks up to a girl at the bar and then she already knows like this motherfucker is gonna try to fuck me and then never talk to me again but see and that's the thing i've never i've never walked up to someone at a bar i i've never had I, I did you know what i mean but it was just because she had nachos and i wanted like have I a mean, couple of those i'm i'm lazy when it comes to relationships no <laughs> <laughs> you like, don't even know where his washer dryer room was like i, I most of my relationships <laughs> my, my, you son of a bitch I, know. <laughs> I, knew this, I knew today was gonna be good <laughs> most of most of my relationships have have came about of convenience oh god or just i you know and i hate to say it but maybe like it was meant to be because they were there uh, and it just worked out <laughs> i can't even i can't even speculate like on most of my relationships and i'm essentially a slut so every man's a slut it's just how well we keep it reined in no then i then i suck at it <laughs> i mean i like my criteria for women is you know if you have big tits and a pretty smile it's a guarantee yeah anything other than that it's still a guarantee my wife asked me, she was like, she was like, why did you, she was like, why, you know, I mean, cause obviously how we got together is kind of, I mean, it wasn't screwy. I mean, it just, it just happened. You know what I mean? It's typical nineties teenage romance. Yeah. Yeah. But she, if she wasn't blonde with big boobs, I don't think it would have happened. <laughs> yeah. You know? And like, I, I love it because I talked to some, to some people and they're like, really? That can't be everything. That can't. I'm like, no, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Dude, I'm just a sociopath. Yeah. Like, I just try to read the situation and then find out what their flaws are. Then I either attack the flaws or try to, you know, try to build those flaws up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's called negging. Negging? Uh-huh. Is it? Yeah. I never heard a term. I've heard nagging before. No, negging. Negging? Uh-huh. N-E-G-G-I-N-G. Oh. I have to be. I have to pronounce that e really hard because I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I have to pronounce that g that e really good. Sorry, I was looking at my phone. Oh no, you're fine. Um, let's see here. Well, there there is something else I had. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I guess I'm like the fat chick at the end of the night at the drunken bar with this with the pretty eyes. Oh yeah, I want to get um, I want to get your you two guys take on the Elon Musk and Rogan. What about it? Like how? I, because there's a lot of people out there that you know the stocks have fallen for a little bit took a little bit of a hit yeah and then do you think that because of some of the other erratic behavior he's had that this is going to make people feel even more turned off by him no absolutely not i find it actually kind of fucking endearing in the idea that joe rogan we know is a giant fucking pothead uh, has made jokes about eating edibles and talking dolphins oh yeah so the, no, like, the, the problem. The problem is that everybody made a big fucking deal about it. Of course, like, they it's just did. weed. It's it's weed. That's all it is. Like, 
and you know for, for like yeah like he was bringing up like elect- eclectic behind like he's a billionaire yeah he gets bored i mean he and you know and i listen i listened to that and that interview was kind of boring i thought because he's a boring dude just yeah. because he's just because he's a just, billionaire exactly. doesn't mean he's gonna be fucking captain interesting exactly like I, I don't know like like the whole fucking idea that he yeah he smokes weed oh my god Oh no! But if you watch that video, like he didn't even inhale it; like, he just sucked it in his yeah, mouth he, and blew it out. No, he he inhaled it, but he it's 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 like what I imagine my first time smoking weed is going to look like. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? It's good stuff, I think. Like, if you watch that video, like he lets out a huge white cloud of smoke, and I was like, I saw it, and I went. He uh he didn't fucking inhale that <laughs> he, he shit. Didn't take like, it in. at, like he may have got a little hit, but it wasn't much. But at the same fucking time, it's the idea, the perception that he's smoking weed. Well, I saw a lot, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah, I saw a lot of shit about how because Tesla's Tesla's drug testing policy, like in California, like the only way that you can smoke weed is if you have a uh, a medical card. No, it's full legal now. I no, I no, no for Tesla. Oh, for Tesla. For Tesla to 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 be able to Tesla's drug testing policy is the only reason, the only way that you can have cannabis in your system is if you have a medical card to be able to smoke it. Okay, which is a fucking bullshit excuse because anybody can get a fucking medical marijuana card in California. It yeah, costs so, you one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, so I mean, like, where, where's the where's the controversy in that? Yeah. Exactly, and on top of all of that, he's the fucking boss. He's, he's the owner. He's he owns the motherfucker. Like, he, he makes the rules. Exactly. Uh, he doesn't have to follow him. Look at this. Tesla's stock drops after CEO Elon Musk takes hit off a of weed in life interview. So what? So fucking fuck the fuck off, all of you who don't but, fucking believe in this shit. But I, and I don't know how much truth there is to it. But I, I was reading some shit about because um, he's wanting to take the company private again. Yeah, and I don't blame and him. So he has to. Uh, what get rid of all, not get rid of all of his investors, but he has to purge the investors that have a public stock. Yeah, so then he can buy them back mm-hmm. and Under take private it enterprise. and take it private again. And I don't blame him. I honestly don't. Uh, the idea, the idea behind it, everybody tries to say that oh, he's only doing this to be greedy. He's only doing this. I'm like, or it could be that he's trying to distance himself from Trump's tax plan as much as possible. Like he already declared he was going to. Yeah. Could that be it? Maybe. Let's see. Tesla. Where's this? Where's the stock price? Down seventeen point seven one. Down six percent. Six percent. That's Over it. 6%. That's, that's not. Oh that my! Much. That's fucking nothing. I mean, shares are still selling at two hundred six. Yeah, two sixty three twenty four. Oh come the fuck! You know, fuck off. Fuck see. off. Like anybody, any of these old heads. That fucking still think smoking weed is a problem. Fuck the fuck off. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I mean, it's it's the it's that it's the older generation that has that way of thinking. And you know, and I, and I was telling BJ this earlier. I was like, I was like, you know, the fucking people that are that are voting down gay rights, abortion rights, uh, sexuality rights, and all this. These, these are the motherfuckers that in the sixties and seventies were all about free love, LSD, and marijuana. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all of a sudden now they're fucking voting conservative, as if they never fucked somebody else outside of wedlock. Well, yeah. it goes back to what I said earlier. It's just about re-election. I mean, think about it. If you're in there in as many days, many days as you actually have to work, uh, one hundred and twenty-two days of the year. Yeah. But but that's but I was I'm, I'm talking about the generation itself yeah. that had Woodstock that had free love that had the hippie phase that had you know fuck anybody and everybody 
as long as long as you're happy and they're happy. And then all of a sudden, now in this gen- now in this current generation, they're the ones voting down gay rights, marijuana bills, fucking you know transgender rights. Like like what the fuck happened? Well, I just listened to this ad today for the guy for Indiana. Oh, that has like. I stand with Trump as long as it makes America great, but I don't stand against him if he hurts Indiana. So you're like, hey, whatever I need to say to make you vote for me, I just said. Yeah. And he's another dickhead who who's still harping, and I guess that's why it's fresh in my mind. He's on. He's the same dickhead who's like, I'm, 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 I'm against illegals getting Medicare and health rights in our country, and I'm like, they never did. Like, like where where do you people get this? There goes my headphones. <laughs> just, just a moment, folks. No, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. There, there's. Thank you, sir. I just think that um, um, people are just. We want to make everybody happy, but like growing up, that's not how it works. I mean, you got you got to think to it. Um, that's just not how things work. Like we're all not, never. We're never. It's like a job that you have, or if you have kids, like. You know, sometimes you have to say, no, we can't do this. And no, that's not right. But we don't do what's right. We do what's, I mean, we live in a world that's, it's self-centered, you know, and, and we say a lot of stupid things on here, but just because it needs to be said, I, mean, I don't, I mean, and then because when you bring up abortion or, or something like that is I believe, you know, I believe it's the fucking you get for the fucking you got. I do. But in extreme cases, when it comes to health and when it comes to rape and things like that, yeah, I do. There are, a, there, but there are very few gray areas. But you know, you shouldn't take out a kid just because you made a mistake. You shouldn't. There's, well, again, that's 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 going to a, that's going to a, a frame of thinking that I just do not agree with at all. So if you go out and have sex and you get pregnant, and so that's you then there should be no reason to just go out and, and then if get rid of it that's that's well, not first of all there's numerous reasons that abortions happen uh one of the biggest ones is that contraceptives fail I, condoms break if, if you if you take an antibiotic with uh with birth control uh it cancels out the birth control uh this like uh, this uh this allowing you to get pregnant like just some, something as simple as that where a contraceptive can fail you know what i mean on top of all of that you have also the idea that in a lot of conservative places uh there is no access to access to contraceptives i i got mine the, then um the um no i get what you're saying though but like that's the risk you take when having it like going into it you know the same way if, if you if you drink and drive it's the same thing no, not really. No, because anytime drink- you're taking a risk, you know what you have to know what all the risks are, right? Oh, of course, you have to know what the risks are. But drinking and driving is not an equation to sex. It, it, it's it's just not. Well, you go into knowing what you're doing. Like if you know that, like if you if you go into saying, well, if I'm going to have sex, this can happen. If I'm going to go do this drug, or if I'm going to get on this airplane, like you you should know all the risk involved, right? You should, but the idea that you know everything you just mentioned is a, is a one way system. That's you making a decision. Yeah. Sex involves two people. Yes, sex involves two people giving consent. Yes, and on top of all of that, you know you have things that go wrong. Like I said, the contraceptives with an antibiotic cancels out the contraceptives. You also have people that take contraceptives for a numerous amount of reasons, some of which have nothing to do with sex. 
and but yet you it's i think it's a yeah they take birth control that can actually help if they have painful periods and other things they like have painful that periods, yeah. they have uh like uh, there was a there's a there's a there's a disease that the uterus stops doesn't stop growing uh veins around it so it constricts and so taking a contraceptive uh eases and stops that but you have places like kentucky who just got rid of one of the only uh, Planned Parenthoods they had that did not perform abortions, but they they shut down because of death threats to the employees. No, no, I get that. And that- now these women have to go three hours uh, out of state to get any kind of help. Now, on top of all of that, you have people who teach abstinence, who who the only thing they teach is abstinence, and yet they think it works, but it's been medically proven, statistically proven, that it increases teen pregnancies and it increases STIs. So you, you can't sit here and say that they should know, they should know, they should know when they've never been given the education. The most they know about sex is mom and dad love each other very much and stuff happens in the bedroom. That's very naive. It's very naive. but It's 2018. You can't use that statement. Uh, actually, I can. It, because it's too- No, no, no. I can because if it wasn't true, then abstinence would work. No, it's because... It's because we live in the same, we live in a world where like we know the risk, but we still take those risks. Of course. Like, but again, if, if you're not educated on the risk, if you don't know what your drinking level is, you know, if you don't know that three shots gets you drunk and you take six, how the fuck are you going to know your risk until you finally take it and then you end up crashing? Yeah. Yeah. And you're also, but I'm, what I'm saying is if, if my son who's 15 years old gets a girl pregnant, yeah, like then you, that's the fucking you get for the fucking you got. And we have a kid. Okay, but did you talk to him about condoms? Yes. yes. Did you talk to him about contraceptives? Yes. Did you talk to him something about other methods other than like what Trump calls the the, the rhythm method and abstinence? Yes. The only two he wants to teach. By I've the ta- way, I've talked to both of my sons, and he was there even for some of them so about if, the risk and the okay, reward. Okay, so, but if he knows and he fucks it up, and it's still a choice that that girl that he got pregnant has to make. It has nothing to do with your son. It has nothing to do with you or her parents. No, I get that aspect of it, but what yeah. I'm saying is my son will not ask her to terminate that child. Well, again, it has nothing to do with him. No, 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 no. That's why I'm saying it has nothing to do with well, it does if it does for a certain aspect if they have it. Like for if they have, if they have it, yeah. yeah, but I'm talking about but the what I'm saying of termination. Is we, we shouldn't just it is it's i think i think it's just wrong it's wrong. And to me it, it is wrong and this has nothing to do with religion. This has to do with a personal morality yeah it, i get yes, it. I, it I understand i understand but like, completely but i agree with if someone breaks in my house and rapes my wife mm-hmm. and she gets pregnant from it mm-hmm. and she's like i don't want to have this kid i understand that aspect of it and and now we got we got the state of south carolina that just passed a law that said that if a woman gets raped and pregnant that the the rapist the father of the child can sue for custody and for her not to be able to get it aboard. No, I agree with that. I'm just saying it's just, you agree, you agree with that. So no, I agree with how things are weird like that, where we take, but women, women still don't have all the rights that they should basically. Yeah. And my, my whole, this is my whole take. This is the reason I'm pro choice. This is the reason for I'm pro abortion. Do you have a vagina? No. Then shut the fuck up. Is the vagina in question yours? No. Then shut the fuck up. Well, because a lot of the laws were made by men. Oh, really? Yeah, and I get that. But I'm just saying it's like if you go out and get drunk and get pregnant, and then we're like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go get this taken care of. That, to me, then that's it's just, it just, I just, that just doesn't set with me real well. 
Well, it never I mean, has. And I leave it, and that's and that's my whole that's my whole problem with pro-choice people. Not saying that you're pro-choice. I know you understand that this is a this is a morality thing, and you yeah, it's still a mor- it's a morality thing, and you still you still support some instances in the gray areas where it can yeah, happen I, and should yeah, happen. I, I do, but I'm just saying is is like. It, you know, in, in and I'm not, and my next statement isn't directed at you, but yeah. it's, this is my statement regarding this. There are five million pro-choice people in the United States right now, and over two hundred and fifty thousand orphans. Something's not right there. If you really cared about fetuses, if you really cared about abortions, if you really cared and said that adoption is an option, then why are there children in adoption waiting for families? Well, that, why aren't gay no, no. people allowed to adopt people uh, uh, children? Like you have all these people that are pro-life and uh, as a fetus, mm-hmm. the second it's born, fuck it. Well, here's also the problem with that is because you're not factoring the other aspects of it, right? Which is how many kids have been taken away from parents? A lot. Okay. All right. How many? How many? So you have kids that are taken away from unsafe homes, uh-huh. right? And we also have people who have kids that probably shouldn't have kids. Also true. You should take a test to have kids. You have to take a test. Basically, you have to have a license to have a gun. Which is basically life or death. It's life or death, right? A lot yeah. of time, a gun can be life or death. Yeah, a car can be life or death. Yeah. an airplane can be life or death. Right? Yeah. You have to take a test just to get out of school or get into some schools. You have to take a test to get certain jobs. Our whole life is based around certain tests, right? But yet, we'll let a lady sit at home and have fifteen kids by fifteen different dudes, and sit home and get paid to have those kids. That is fucking wrong because those kids are not being taken care of the way they should be taken care of. We're going to raise them in a poor environment. We're going to raise them in environments that are not going to be... Think about it. And this is a true story. When I worked somewhere at a food bank, there's three generations of Johnsons. I don't know what their last names were. First, second, third, all getting free assistance. You know why? Because they knew how the system worked. Well, of course you're going to have shitty people that take advantage of the system. Of course you are. Well, I worked in a nonprofit organization for a while, and I saw right. a lot of it. Right? Well, yeah, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm agreeing with you. And I was a product of the system. Right, uh, I was I was, a, I was a military brat. So I grew up in a single parent household on welfare, right, in yeah. government housing, shitty places, right. So we were on the system. Yeah. But and I saw a lot of people who just stayed in the system because they're like, "Fuck it, they're gonna pay me to stay home." That kid's worth that. I literally had someone tell me once, "Well, if, uh, this kid right here is worth about two thousand dollars when it's born." Oh yeah, no, there's there's I'm shitty on. people out there. But what I'm talking about is the pro life movement itself. Yeah, that's where a lot of kids come from. And that's the sad part about it is it is that and then you know, and then we have men who have the kids that don't take care of them also, which also a product of that. So I'm just saying it's it's just not as clear as cut and dry and then but I think sometimes people are too easy to be like, Yeah, fuck it, we'll just get rid of it. Get rid of it, and that always makes me giggle. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, mean, I, get, I get what you're saying. And it's not come from a, relig- a religious background. It has nothing to do with how I feel. is because I know there's certain conversations about something that they're like, well, this almost happened. I'm like, well, why would you do that? Yeah. I'm like, then that means that person will not have been here at that moment in time. Maybe it is a little personal, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. But Because you never, you never know. And the fact of the matter is we don't know how those women feel after they have it happen, what they have to go through, the regret that oh, they have. Oh, it's yeah. a lot. To get an abortion, it's a lot. Uh, did I, you, I know somebody who personally did it. And it takes, it takes they, they force you to get a sonogram. 
they force you to take a pregnancy test. They make you wait three days, even if you're at the even if you're at the cusp of the cutoff time. They still make you wait three days. Then you still have to come back, do another sonogram, do another uh, another psych test because they do psych tests on you to see if you're mentally well enough to make this decision. And then after all that, if you pass all that, then they give you the uh, the pill because that's actually what it is. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time now, it's just a pill. Uh, so there's a lot involved in it. It's not like women go in this, like they do the fucking Walgreens and just pick up something and boom, you know, it's done. Look at, look, look, how long, how long did it take for plan B to become commercially available at Walgreens? It's, oh shit, I don't know. Exactly. It's been a Planned Parenthood for as long as we can fucking remember since we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to pay $35 for it. We had to fucking, uh, we still had to go into Planned Parenthood, do the walk of shame, whatever. But it was always only available through these pregnancy centers. Mm-hmm. And it barely started, what, six years ago? About, Some, yeah, probably. about four to six years ago, it was finally commercially available yeah. in the 2010s. You know, and the, that, that alone should be the idea that we should have that more readily available and it should be readily available in every state and every fucking pharmacy. But then again, we have, like I said, people that, 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 that preach abstinence and rhythm method only. That is Donald Trump's approved sex plan. Did you know that? Huh. No. You know what the rhythm method is? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's, his, <laughs> that's, that's what he wants. He wants abstinence and the rhythm method taught in schools. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, how many so, fucking children are going to be born of that? Yeah, if you get if you get a um, you get a chance, there's a story that is called "Rude Jew Tells the Most Disturbing Story You Ever Heard." So, uh, and it's 24 minutes long. We're not going to play it because I can't. I got trying to find the smaller version. He tells what happened <laughs> on the way to a clinic. Okay, and um, so I was trying to find the shorter version of it where he tells it, but it it's it's by far the most disturbing video I've ever seen of a story, basically. So what happens is a girl gets knocked up right. by one of the CBA basketball players in Michigan, right? Right. So he's gonna she asked him to take her to the clinic to get an abortion, right? So he tries to have sex with her the night before he goes. <laughs> yeah. So she's kind of not into it. So he goes down on her. And while he's down there, he's like, it just tastes awful, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, like my dad said, you know, you just keep trying to make it, you know. It's kind of like when you're water every now and then and when you're down there, new water will come over. He says it's a different way. Basically, it'll refresh itself as you're going down there, right? Yeah. Well, it doesn't. He says it tastes like death and it just tastes awful and it's like, you know, it was kind of black, a little kind of grimy or whatever. Oh, so he, oh, shit. So he just stops, washes up or whatever. And then the next day he takes her to the abortion clinic. And he's sitting there. He's like, people are staring at me or whatever. He's like, yeah, I've been here before. <laughs> I think that's what he says. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she walks out after like five minutes. He's like, man, it takes longer than that or whatever. And when she comes out, she tells him he had a miscarriage. Oh, shit. So when he went Ooh. down, when he went down no. on her, he was eating. Oh, God. And he's like, so basically, yeah, I ate a little black baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> His name is Rude Jude. I ate a little black baby. It's by far the most disturbing story I've ever heard. But the way he tells it, it is just it is just unreal the way he tells it. That's, wow. that's 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 gross. Up. That sucks. Um, <laughs> and I've done some fucked up shit in my life. But that's, uh-huh. that's that's a little funny. That's just beyond the wall for me. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh damn. Oh, speaking of the wall, what do you what do you guys think of that whole uh, empty KFC thing with the tunnel underneath? 
That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're never going to. I mean, it's it's like anything else. It's just like it's like drugs or anything else. It's, every time we try to stop something, someone's going to find a new way. And the funny part is, I think it's like what Dennis Leary said. It's like some of these people used to come up with ways how to use drugs in the 70s. They should have been part of NASA program. Yeah. They find a way to figure shit out. Yeah. Because you tell them, well, like they used to figure out how to do it with whippets and they used to, you know, someone who figured out if you smoke it out of a yeah, can yeah, and yeah, have yeah. an apple or whatever. You know, there's always very creative ways. No to cure for to cancer. That's the, that's the, that's the name of the stand up special. Yep. Mm. And it has a song, I'm an asshole. My theme song. But, if you, <laughs> but get it. Yeah. It was sad also because this week, Burt Reynolds, I grew up watching Smoking the Bandit. Everybody did. We all wanted Trans Am. Cannonball runs some of my favorite shit. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Um, he was in the original Longest Yard and the remake. He was in Deliverance, one of the most Ned Beatty famous scenes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, the Longest Yard is a remake. Well, he made the original He's, Longest Yard. He did not make the original one. The original one is called Mean Machine. It's an English movie. Oh, shit. But he was in the original. No, the original, the original one was still called The Longest Yard. Nope. <laughs> So the, anyway. only re- the only reason I know this is because I was I, I studied film and I had to go back in time to where the, this concept came so from. So, The Longest Yard in 1974, that's right here, is not a real movie? No, it's a real movie, but it's a remake of a, one, another one called Mean Machine. That's an English movie about a football player. <laughs> All right. We got to solve it. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. You can talk, though. Well, there was a mean machine that was made in 2001. I do see that. Yeah, with Jason Statham. Mm, All right. Let's see. 1974. Mm. That was in the 60s. So Mean Machine was actually the name of the other team? Mean Machine was the name of the first movie. Let's see. Uh, Right there. Was remade three times. Including the 2001. So. I don't know. It says this, the film was remade three times, including for the 2001 British film Mean Machine. So. No Mean Machine came out before 1974. All right, let's see. It did? It didn't. Let's see. Hold on, hold on. Go back. All right, here's something in the third paragraph about it. This film is an adaptation of the 1974 film, The Longest Yard. Let's see. Yeah, hold on, right. Right hold on, hold on. Two Half Times in Hell, which is based on a real-life association with a football game. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, there's... Oh. A, yeah, but there's just no other name named Me Machine. No, like, I, and yeah. I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah. I am wrong. What's... Well, I am so I am it is so, it is, so it's based off of the 1962 film. Yeah, two, ha- two, half, two half times, times in, in hell. hell. Okay, so I was wrong in the name, correct in its remake. Hungarian, <laughs> well, I, yeah, because I don't think they actually said it was made off of it. It was just it said two reviewers said it was very similar to that movie in 1962. Let's see, the, okay, so two halves in hell also known as The Last Goal, is a 1962 Hungarian war drama film directed and co-written by Zoltan... F- I don't mean no that. wonder they didn't, they didn't think anybody... <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. They didn't think anybody would find out because it was it was basically a German film. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Robin Williams said, you know, 
And he went. He did an interview in Germany, and the interviewer said, "Why do you not? Why do you think there's no comedy in Germany?" And Robin Williams said, "I don't know. Maybe do you think you killed all the funny people?" That is true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the 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 longest yard the remake was yeah was Mean Machine. Yeah. All right. So I was wrong yeah. about that. Anyway, anyway, we'll get off of. Um, <clears throat> we better. It's good to be wrong, though. You learn. We should probably wrap up. Yeah, I still got to blow you too. So, <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, yeah, we lost Burt Reynolds, Mike Miller. We lost uh, um, uh, what was her name Aretha Franklin? Aretha Franklin. Not so long ago. Mm-hmm. Like and then the even out of week, and even out of the, even out of that came controversy about what the preacher was saying, and then also with the uh, he done grabbed Ariana Grande's boob. No, there, I think it was two. Well, yes, but then also because of his speech about black black people not being around. Black dad's not being around, and then like Aretha Franklin was a single mom who raised a bunch of kids. So instead of praising the single moms, he was taking a shot at the single dads, and the, yeah. and the family was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Yeah. And on I top of that, uh, what what the fuck was Trump saying that he she worked for him? What the fuck kind of statement is that? I, I don't even know. I didn't I didn't hear that. I I, yeah. I, I stay away it, from a lot of his quotes and comments. yeah. In, in his eulogy towards her, he said that she was a good woman. She worked for him many times. I'm like, dude, really? You're at somebody's fucking. You're talking about somebody who's just passed away. Has some fucking civility. Has some humility. Has something. Fuck. <laughs> I can't. I can't even think of a goddamn synonym right now, dude. Just don't be a piece of shit like that. Come yeah. the fuck on. I hear you. All right. Well, uh, dead man. Thanks for coming in. No, no, no. Thank you. I think. Uh, what, what? What's your show on Twitch? Uh, I've t- I've stopped doing it for a little while, just mainly because of, uh, because of political exhaustion. But it's still twitch.tv slash deadman0204. I'm going to start picking it up. Uh, I am working on a brand new YouTube channel, though. It's my brother's channel. I'm co-writer, I'm editor, I'm director for it. Uh, it is called Pony X Machina. Yeah. It's literally about my little pony. We're, we're taking the piss out of it. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a, that's a that's a whole long fucking story, and I'll get into that next time. But it is just look it up on YouTube, Pony X Machina. Uh, you'll see my brother on there, really cool logo. You'll see me on there. Um, check it out though; like it's 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 pretty interesting. It's pretty funny the way we're taking the reviews. Um, we're gonna be we're making fun of Alex Jones with yeah. uh, one of the shows we have on there. Yeah, uh, we're kind of doing a Twilight Zone uh, thing that I do on there every now and again. So check it out. I mean, it's it's funny to us, you know, just taking the piss out of My Little Pony and Alex Jones at the same time. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, uh, don't forget, uh, you can check us out on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter. It's at Smugcast Show. Uh, you can find BJ on there. It's at the BJ Robbins. Um, this Wednesday, I will be uh, going up to Kettle House Brew House, so I'll be up there if you guys are in the neighborhood. And I think the show starts at 8. Awesome. Uh, also, you can follow me on there. It's at the Aaron Powell. Uh, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash smugcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, at smugcast underscore. Uh, if you got any emails you would like to send us. Or dick pics. Or dick pics, whatever. Uh, you can send those to smugcastshow at gmail.com. Uh, other than that, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, we're going to go out to um, Mac Miller, self-care. Um, self-care. So the last thing I have to say is like, some just ask sometimes people don't want to tell you when they're going through that if they have an addiction problem but uh, and don't ignore it um the hardest thing to do is admit that you have a problem but if you stop being self-absorbed and actually look around at other people once in a while you might be able to help that's right 
Uh, oh, yeah, sponsors. Don't forget, you go to rangernutrition.com, uh, use promo code SMUGCAST, you're going to get 15% off. Uh, also, My Easy Company, uh, go there, use promo code SMUGCAST, you're going to get 10% off. Uh, and as always, big shout out to Repo Records. Repo. Uh, they should be back here in a couple weeks, I believe, from the sounds of it. So look forward to that. But yes, we are going out to Mac Miller self-care. So uh, until next week, kids, stay, stay smug. smug. Like September I fall down, 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 down below Now I know that the medicine be on call Yeah Was feeling like you hot enough to melt Yeah Can't trust no one can't even trust yourself Yeah I love you I don't love nobody else Yeah Tell them they can take that bullshit elsewhere Self-care I'm treating me right Yeah Hell yeah We're gonna be Alright, gonna be alright. I switched the time zone.